Hello, welcome to the next episode of What the Fuck Did She Just Say with me, Cassandra Barry. I am wanting to share with you guys today a little bit of the grieving process and how I got to the space of acceptance with the passing of my husband, Glenn. I feel like I kind of got to the space of acceptance fairly quickly. Um, didn't make my grief process any different, but I just, yeah, I feel like acceptance kind of came fairly quickly for me. So they say that there's kind of like five to seven different stages of the grief process. So first there's like shock, which is obviously inevitable, even when it is somebody who perhaps has been sick and you know that their time here on earth is coming to an end um it's still shock so with shock comes like numbness and and all of that kind of thing then you have denial which you know I can't believe they're gone then we move um into anger to be honest they don't all generally go in this order um but generally then there's anger then there's kind of like um, bargaining or kind of trying to understand it and the, oh, but if this, this, and what if we had done this or what if we had known this or what if this had happened, like trying to sort of essentially go back in time, which we know we can't do. Then there's depression, 100%. Everyone goes through a depressive state. Um And again, none of these are in any particular order. They can kind of come in big bursts or little bursts or they can kind of come in this order or they can kind of come all at fucking once. But these are the levels that you will generally process when you are going through grief. Then we have um, acceptance and sort of hope and clarity around what has happened, perhaps around how they passed, perhaps around why they passed all of that kind of thing. And then after that, you actually process the grief. So going through these stages of grief is not processing the grief. (laughs) These are just the stages that you go through to then get to the space of grief. (laughs) Because the thing is, is you live with grief. It's not something that goes away. You don't process it and then get over it. You don't move on from it. You simply learn to live with it. Um, And that sometimes is a hard one to hear. So I'm just going to repeat it again. You do not get over the loss of someone. You do not get over grieving someone. You do not move on from it you simply learn to live with it a lot of the time people sort of say like oh with time it becomes easier and bullshit bull fucking shit it doesn't become easier i truly feel seven years later it still hits just as fucking hard um it still comes when i least expect it it still feels unmanageable and confusing and all of those things I don't feel that it's easier 
I just now have the tools to process it, I guess we could say a little bit faster than what I did a year ago or even, you know, a month ago. You're always kind of learning and growing with grief, um, which is a beautifully fucked up thing, really. It really is. But what helped me get to the space of acceptance a lot quicker than I think most people thought um, was my dive into my spiritual beliefs, my dive into my spirituality and the small amount of research that I kind of did because I just felt when I heard this information that it just totally made sense like I felt it within my core that yep that's right that's what happens and everyone's going to have their own beliefs they're going to have their own cultural beliefs their own religious beliefs their own spiritual beliefs their own beliefs within themselves and their own experiences so again this is just my own personal experience and my belief on being human and death. So Glenn passed away on a Monday. Well, I got a phone call on the Monday. He'd passed. Oh, we don't really fucking know what time he passed because he simply fell asleep and never woke up again. But I got the call on Monday night um from his mate they um they were actually in thailand he was over there recording with his band and um i got a call from his mate and he's like look Cass, glenn's dead and i'm like fuck off i'm like stop fucking with me put him on the phone this isn't fucking funny i was 30 weeks pregnant i was like do not fuck with a pregnant woman um and all that kind of stuff so um once that was all kind of processed and that was you know, fuck, that's what's happened. He really is dead. Um, I then did the ring around, rang all the family members, and then it felt like 30 seconds in my kitchen table was just full of people. I remember my sister getting dropped off there um, because I remember her walking in in her RAF uniform. And I was like, why is the army here? She's not in the army, but it's like, what? It's like I'd forgotten for a minute that she was in the RAF and she got dropped off and walked in the house in a uniform and then my in-laws were there and my parents were there. And my, I just, I don't really recall who was there, but my house was fucking full within what felt like seconds. Um, And then I went into my room. I left everyone to sort of just do what they needed to do and, no one knew what to fucking do, really, to be honest. We were in that shock, like complete and utter fucking shock. And the fact that he was overseas, it was just, it was just hectic, hey. Um, I remember calling one of my friends, Kim Scubris, who um, many, well, not, yeah, let's say many moons ago. It's probably been a while, but she was actually originally a journalist for Channel 7. And I just sort of felt the call to call her because um, I just, was like, she's going to know who to call. She's going to know the places that I need to call and what I need to do because he's overseas and she's going to know all the official stuff. 
And she did. She was like calling embassies, calling all of these people and, and whatnot and correlated all this information for me. Um, but I remember calling her and then I just remember going into my room and I started to have a conversation with him as if I was on the phone. And I fucking shit you not, I started hearing his responses. I was literally having a phone conversation with my husband. But it wasn't him. It was his soul or his spirit or whatever you want to call it. But I could clear as fucking day hear his responses. And I was so, like, if you were watching me, you would be like, fuck, she's so calm. But I wasn't calm. I was just shocked and numb. And I kept having these conversations and I was just kind of asking questions. And I'm like, what the fuck? What do we do? What is going on? And blah, 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 blah. And I did that every night for a couple of weeks. And I kept having these conversations with him. I kept getting responses. Um, but anyways, let's go back. So that was a Monday night. That all went down. Then Tuesday, words sort of started getting around. People started knowing. And then I remember on the Tuesday, I got a phone call from his best mate um, that he's known since he was five years old. So Cam rang me. And Cam's like, hey, you know what my mum does, hey? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. She's like a, a, a medium and, and all this kind of stuff. Um, and he's like, oh, do you mind if she calls you? And I'm like, yeah, fucking oath. Like, I'm totally down for that. Like, I didn't realise how into that kind of spirituality um, and how much I believed in it until I had this conversation with Cam's mum. So Cam's mum, Marina, rings me and we go through the whole, you know, condolences and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I've already connected with Glenn. I'm like, yeah, so have I. Like, what the fuck? And I trusted this woman with every ounce of my fucking being because she'd known my husband since he was five years old. And I knew that she was in her own grieving process. Like, she had just lost someone that was like a son to her. So I knew she wasn't going to, like, she wasn't trying to fuck with me um, or anything like that. And she just sort of started to tell me these things. And I'm just like, yeah, he told me that too. Yep, I felt that as well. Yep. And I'm just like, fuck. And then <clears throat> she had mentioned that he had tried to come back into his body and then he got the confirmation and the realisation once he sort of came back into his true self. So essentially once his soul crossed over and he realised he couldn't come back into his body, it was his time to go. It was his soul's time to leave Earth. So he had to then stop fighting and had to stop trying to come back into his body and he had to let himself go home, essentially. He also had um, quite a lot of spiritual support um, crossing over. So as I mentioned earlier, they were in Thailand. And so where they were in this studio was a massive compound, full lockdown, full security, full fancy pantsy recording studio. And they had what they called their Thai mums. And so there were these amazing women that were looking after them, cooking, cleaning for the three weeks that they were there. And so what had happened when he passed and they had discovered that he had passed, they started their 
process, their prayers, their rituals, their cultural beliefs and what they do when someone passes um, to help their soul cross over or to help the spirit or, or whatever their belief is. So Glenn had sort of said to Marina when they communicated that he had a lot of help and guidance crossing over. And when I heard that, I just felt this shift in me and this gratitude and this thanks for these complete fucking strangers helping his soul to transcend this earthly plane. It was such a massive sense of gratitude. And so then that was that. So I was like, okay, cool. All right, he's good. He's over there. He's good to go. He, you know, nothing bad happened during the process. There's nothing further we need to know. It was just simply his soul's time to go. So then it kind of then was like, okay, well, what the fuck? Like, why? Why was it his soul's time to go? Like, he was had a fucking, he was human. He had a baby on the way. He had a fucking wife. Like, what the fuck? So then Marina shared with me this um, concept around soul contracts. And so when we come here to earth, when we get the souls enter our bodies and we become humans, we have contracts. We have a time frame that we're going to be here. We kind of have like a rough idea and list of experiences we're supposed to experience and things we're supposed to do and, and all that kind of stuff. And throughout your lifetime here, there will actually be opportunities for your soul to exit. If it's kind of like, mm, not really having a good time here, I'm kind of done, um, It's it, I'm just going to go. I'm going to take this exit opportunity. And they say that there can be sort of up to five exit opportunities for a soul. And I was like, okay, if we look back over the just the time that I was with Glenn, honest to God, there's probably three times that um, he should have died just in the time that he knew me. Um, and mom, if you're listening to this, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but you know your son was no angel. <laughs> um, and so there was probably, there was one time that he had like a pretty hectic car accident and I was like, fuck, you should have died. And there was two other times that we were pretty intoxicated, substantial amounts of drugs and things like that, um, that we were kind of like, fuck, you were on the edge. Like, you were on the fucking edge. How did you fucking come out of that, like, level of highness <laughs> that you were? Um, so there was definitely a couple of times that it was just like, fuck, you're going to overdose. Like, what the fuck? Um, it's, that's the end, but it didn't happen. And so to me, I looked at that and I was like, fuck, they were some, they were his exit opportunities. They were times where he was like fucking on the edge where things could have gone so fucking sideways and he could have died in those moments. But I'm like, no, his soul chose to remain. But then he's kind of gotten to this point here now at his, at his current passing at 26 that his soul was like, no, I've got to go. I'm not supposed to be here for this long. I'm not supposed to be here on the earth any longer. I've experienced the things that I've experienced. I've set the things in motion that I was supposed to set in motion. It's now time for me to go. It's now time for my soul to go home. And so for me, that made sense. 
and it just felt so fucking right as to why someone at the age of 26 happened to just go to fucking sleep and never wake up again. Uh, And I know that concept and that belief isn't going to sit well with everyone. I know that concept and that belief isn't going to make sense or help everyone find answers or acceptance in why a loved one has passed. Um, But it just did for me. It just made sense um, that it was his soul's time and he had to leave. And so... I then kind of continued to sort of process that and I did a little bit of research around soul contracts. To be honest, I haven't dived into it much further. I just fucking believe and I just know within myself that I I think that that is correct, that our souls are here. They're here for, a, you know, a limited amount of time and when it's time to go, it's time to go. We don't have a fucking choice. Um, we can sometimes make choices on how we go, but sometimes if we fight it, then things will manifest and things will happen and will force us to cross over and go home. Um, so that helped me get to the space of acceptance that helped me to understand death. Um, and it helps me understanding, um, death in many ways when you have things like children passing or, um, baby's passing it's like that soul was only supposed to come and experience that short amount of time or that soul came and was like fuck hang on this isn't actually the experience that I want I'm wanting to have wanting to have or this isn't the person that I'm wanting to be in I know that sounds fucked up um but souls are pretty fucking powerful (laughs) they have that fucking choice (laughs) they what rung up that's what runs us we are souls here having human experiences we're not humans here having a soul experience. <laughs> souls here having human experiences. The souls are the ones that are in fucking control. But our humanness can be so fucking strong that it overpowers the soul and we forget about the soul. That's a whole other fucking podcast. <laughs> and sometimes as well, people get really caught up on the word soul because they relate the word soul to particular religion. And, and, and things like that and belief in things like heaven and hell and you know that kind of thing but in this instance for me a soul is a spiritual entity I guess or a spiritual being um it doesn't have necessarily anything to do with fucking god as many people would refer to god I definitely believe that there is gods and higher entities that create the realms that we're in and the dimensions and things like that fuck I believe in fucking aliens like come on um (laughs) I'm not deep into this shit I just know what I believe and what feels right for me so again not pushing it on anyone this is just what helped me get to the space of acceptance with my husband's death So just coming to terms with the fact that it was his time, like I kind of just happily, well, not happily, but I just accepted it and that became my truth and that became my reality and that became what helped me to get to the point of he is gone and he didn't have a choice. Um, And then that's also what helped me to reflect on all the things that he did do and all the things that he did leave behind because his soul had these experiences. His soul 
left these marks and left these messages and left these um what's you know I don't want to say experiences but left these histories and this love and these journeys for all of the people that it touched like Glenn was a very humble humble human but he was a very powerful man as well and he just left this fucking magic um, behind. Um, and that's what he was meant to do. It was meant to be for that period of time. He was meant to be the son that he was for his parents. He was meant to be the brother that he was for his siblings. He was meant to be the boyfriend that he was for me, the husband that he was for me. He was meant to be the father of, um, you know, my child and, and, and all this kind of stuff. And, and he did all of that. So then that's why his time came to an end. And that's what helped me, again, get to the space of acceptance. I feel like I've kind of lost a little bit of a track on where I was going with this recording. <laughs> but you guys know me. Like, these podcasts are fucking real. They're raw. They're messy. They're fucking unedited. It is just what it is. <laughs> you will take from this what you take from it. <laughs> I actually had someone hit me up on Instagram recently and they're like, oh, I want to offer my podcast services for editing, taking out all the ums and this and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, nah. I'm like, one, I don't have a budget for this podcast. And two, that's the whole point. Like, this is unedited, unscripted, me talking into a fucking microphone about whatever the fuck I feel like talking about. And someone somewhere is going to listen and something I say is going to hit home and is going to help them. And if my words can help one person somewhere in their day, then that's all I fucking need to do. So if you're dealing with grief or you're dealing with a loved one that has passed, um, and you're struggling to kind of come to acceptance or to understand it, perhaps contact, you know, um, somebody spiritual. Perhaps contact somebody in a bit more of a holistic realm um, that can, you know, share their knowledge and then you can see if it sits with you. Um, Definitely go to your psychics and your mediums and things like that, but be mindful when you are talking to psychics and mediums because that's another thing that I really feel because I am an intuitive, um, an intuitive reader um, and I am moving into the realm of mediumship, whether I like it or not, they're coming forward. Um, you're not always going to get the information that you think that you want or you think that you need or sometimes they're going to hone in on the fact that they know somebody has passed so they're going to give you the generic information they're going to give you they're okay they're this they've done this so you really want to find um somebody that you actually connect with and that you like know and trust um when it comes to you know communicating with the dead or spirits or souls or angels or spirit guides whatever it is you're going for the realm of this shit is fucking huge but just start looking outside the box if you're struggling to come to terms with their death um if you're stuck in that bargaining stage i guess we would say start looking outside the box perhaps start looking into different cultures and the way they 
um, celebrate the passing of a loved one. Um, look into, you know, different um, ways that people do have a funeral or different beliefs around the soul and the human body, the vessel, all that kind of stuff. And just see what sits with you. See what sits with you. And if it feels right and if it helps you to accept that past love, that loved one passing, then fucking go with it. Who gives a fuck what anybody else says? My beliefs aren't the same as like my my family's or my in-laws. Um, you know, my beliefs aren't the same as like many of many of my friends or my siblings. But they're my beliefs and they help me. And I found others around me, a substantially large amount of others around me who believe and feel the same thing. So I'm not the only one. I'm not completely fucking nuts. <laughs> and even if I am, who cares? It fucking helped. That's the thing. Do what you need to do to get yourself through to that space of acceptance. Because if you can get yourself to that space of acceptance, that's generally one of the last you know, stages that will happen, you can then really start processing the grief. You can st- then really start doing what you need to do to be able to figure out how your life's going to look without them. Please reach out. Please ask me any questions. Please come at me and please share your thoughts um, and ideas on being human and dying. Souls, not souls. Whatever. Let's chat about it. Like, who says we can't chat about it? Who says we can't have different opinions and beliefs? Like, let's fucking share them. All right. I'm going to leave you with that. Have a fabulous fucking day wherever you are whatever time it is that you're listening to this podcast and I will see you in the next episode. I love you. Hate you. Bye.